Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. This really is the top and bottom of it all. We're asking that his will and his kingdom come first in our own lives and then in the lives of those around us. We can be sure if we pray this prayer just once in our lives at least, we're praying exactly on target with God's will for us because Jesus wrote it. In restoring the creator-creature relationship, he wants to reign and rule in our lives again as he did in the beginning when he created Adam. He came to restore that fractured relationship between the creator and the race he created. And this prayer, authored by Jesus himself, aligns us once again with the divine will and purpose for our lives. Lovely. The question is, rebels that we are, do we realise what we're saying and is it what we really want? We're handing over blanket control to another. You be king, we're saying. You take executive control. You govern. You take the throne of my life. I give it to you willingly and unconditionally. Is that what you mean when you say thy kingdom come? Or don't you ever think about the implications of your words at all? Do you say, oh, well, they're just the words we say. We learnt them as a child. We say them, but we don't mean them, though. Everybody says it. I mean, no one in their right mind is going to hand over their life to someone they can't see, are they? Really? You were born with your life in the hands of someone you couldn't see. Who's that, then? Well, that's Satan, dear. He's been king up until now in your life. Because if self is on the throne, then Satan is. I hear you say, you're joking. Adam made an alliance with Satan, which gave him the worship and lordship due to God alone. And that's your legacy. It's in your genes until you receive salvation. We're all children of the evil one until we're born again, beloved. That's where the fall got us. We are his offspring. It's our legacy from the first Adam. You didn't make a commitment, make a decision for Christ or whatever the parlance is when you received him. You needed salvation like a drowning man needs a life belt and you received that and so much more the moment you were born again. You were a sinner, now you're saved by grace alone. You could have been offended just there. We spoke about that at the beginning, didn't we? How he offends our minds to get to our hearts. Well, truth when it first comes is always negative. I'll let you wrestle with that bit of information until tomorrow because some of you aren't yet convinced that this is the case. That before you were born again, you were a child of the devil and under his dominion and you couldn't do anything else but miss the mark of God's high calling. It's called sin. But time, as the man said, makes more converts than reason, so I'll give you some of that. See you tomorrow.